We hope you enjoy the following Playboy Radio production. Chances are you're going to love what you hear. Please go to PlayboyRadio.com and become a member for more Playmates, more shows, and exclusive extras. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Tell us about your life. No, no. I mean, my clients call me and they're like, I met my soulmate. We've been talking on the internet for three weeks. And then I said, so you went out to dinner and then what happened? Well, we had a great, you know, connection that night. And then the next, in a four hour date. And then the next night, well, we went to the beach and then we went back to his house and took a nap. And one thing led to another Mm -hmm. and we are sleeping together. Now we're committed. Okay, great. Then two weeks later, (laughs) oh my God. <laughs> and I said, well, listen, you literally knew him 10 hours right. and you gave your whole soul away from him and became a completely different person. So right. what's up with that? Right. But he loves but me. But he loves me. Oh, he loves so me. Love. I've never met anybody like this. No. Oh. Oh, where did he go? It's really <laughs> weird, the feeling. It's not, uh, it's, it's, uh, the word that pops up is abandonment. It's not someone else abandoning us, though. It's us abandoning ourselves. From jumping ah. in. When you have yeah. a pattern of that, you know you're sexy. So my, I said to my husband, we know we want to have sex with each other, but I want, I'm looking for a long-term relationship. Mm. So let's slow down the train, mm-hmm. right? right? So we just didn't have intercourse because intercourse, I don't know, it's the electrical current. Oh, yeah. I get the chemical reaction. I become addicted. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do that with him. And right. we waited and he was dating three women. And I said, go mm-hmm. have all the sex you want. I gave him all the freedom. Yes. I kept dating. I didn't put any pressure on him. And when he said, let's be committed, I said, I'll see. We'll see. Good. I kept taking myself away, like a sales takeaway, right? And I kept saying, we'll see, we'll see. And it, it may three not Three months, even... three months in, I said, normally men go, Ugh, they get all scared after three months. I said, I'll give you three months exclusive with me, and we'll see then. Then I'll decide whether I'm trading your butt in for two 22-year-olds. Uh-huh. And he laughed, and then he kept saying, I only have two weeks left. <laughs> And it was so fun. I kept right. control of how I paced my heart. Right. Really. And I think that's boundaries. That's boundaries. setting your boundaries, yeah. your integrity, you know, whatever that is for you. That's you to decide. Yeah. Three months may not be yours, but right. that's for you. And another point that she brought up, the anticipation. The anticipation oh, yeah. is so hot. Oh, it creates hot. all these fantasies in your head of how you want to rip their clothes off. Mm-hmm. And that is what keeps somebody there interested. Oh, yeah. And what's great about us was that we did wait. So I made sure he waited. And I mean, because we had the sexual chemistry from the get go. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first date, just so much. Um, we waited, I would say it was it was about two months. Mm-hmm. Um, and that anticipation was amazing. Yeah. I yeah. mean, and we would talk about it. And of course, we'd mess mm-hmm. around and, yeah. and get close, but not go all the way. And, mm-hmm. and so it's it's so fun because I realized like I'm never going to get that that moment back of like knowing each other without having sex. It's a very yeah. special time yeah. that you'll never have for the rest of the relationship. So you had two months of getting to know each other and then one month of sex after knowing each other. And then that's three month marker. And after that was downhill. Yeah. What kept you in it for that extra seven months when you started noticing the problems coming in? Right. Uh, so it was, it was up and down. Um, it, it's in a way it was an emotional emotionally abusive relationship just because um yeah how good it would be and then how bad it would be breaking to fixing Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. so um i think i stuck in because it was when it was good it was so good so you only remember the good things so when clients call me and they've broken up i say right if you have journals and you can look back he didn't call the promise that we made to go to vegas and then all of a sudden he disappeared remember those things instead of the hot night 
that you had in the, all those romantic things because those usually take over. She's absolutely right. In fact, uh, chemically, our brain releases dopamine, mm -hmm. which is the pleasure mm -hmm. neurotransmitter in your brain. Every time you have these fantasies or you think about something positive in a relationship, you get a shot of that and it feels good. So then we only get stuck on thinking about good, the good things and we totally ignore all the bad things. Yeah. So it's mm -hmm. super skewed. Oh, yeah. And I'm one that tries to look at the goodness in everyone, too. And so for him, I would remind myself all the great things about him and I would just try to be accepting of the bad but and i have to that uh, that's the balance that always happens he yeah. may have been like i said earlier trying to break you or uh, not even break you uh, as a means of control keeping you in a specific place by ignoring you and having you chase and then fixing you by offering that sense of you know that feeling like i'm loved i'm supported this is great sex but we tend to confuse the real person. The real person isn't the one that's the fixer. The real person is the person who's ignoring and breaking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we tend to romanticize mm -hmm. past relationships without acknowledging the reason why it's a past relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. That's I like very that. true. And also, you, the pretending thing, right? You're pretending and then you're... In your mind, if you had your journal, you can see all the things, right? So that pretending and that yearning for that feeling doesn't go away. So when you get real, right, that's why you really get real over time and you leave the person saying, we're going we're gonna to check this out to see if his actions are equal to what he promised, right? People's, mm -hmm. My big thing is if a friend, anybody in my life, a business partner, friend, and, and this will relate to you too, when they say, oh, oh, we can do this and we can do this and this is going to happen and this is going to happen and I'm going to be there for you always and then all of a sudden they're just gone. You're like, well, what happened to the promise? So your little girl's going, what happened? He promised like your daddy or that was my story. My dad was a was a really great man, but he promised a lot and he didn't deliver because he was busy with other things. Right. Mm -hmm. So does the person's actions, you know, their words and their actions align? Right. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Congruency. Actually, this seems like a good place where we can actually take the next step. This is part of yes. the show where we try to help you find what the next appropriate step for you will be in at least either fixing uh, aspects of the sex life that might be lacking or fixing part of the relationship stuff that might be leading towards these same bad habits that you've developed. Dr. Kat, what do you feel like the first or the next step that she can take? Yeah, especially moving forward. It sounds like you've done so much work on yourself and you're really working on creating the insight. You're already insightful. You come in here and you're like, I journal every Friday evening instead of going out with my girlfriends. Okay, that's great. Um, in that journaling or in your reflection, maybe think about what are the best qualities that I have about myself? Okay. When you can identify what those, your favorite qualities are about you, you can start looking for those in a partner. That partner needs to be the reflection of your favorite qualities about you. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I've never heard that before, but I like that. Okay. Also, at the same time, recognizing, you know, what is your part in all of your relationships? I can guarantee you, you don't have this pattern in just that relationship. Mm -hmm. Look at how you do it at work. Look at how you do it with the friends that you pick. Mm -hmm. Sounds like you're picking projects. Yeah. Sounds like you true. pick things that have to have work on it. Yeah. So own up to that. Using Renee's words, get real. <laughs> and find out what those are, those qualities you want for you. Okay. 
I'd like to say that I think you need to take a deeper look at the little girl and the woman power woman and integrate them to go in one direction mm. because you yes. have two parts fighting each other. And when you go through breakups, that's where you have the one part saying, oh, but this was this. And then you go, no, it was this, right? So it's, I even do this uh, imitation when women are like, I'm getting ready. You know, they'll say, when I was getting ready to sleep with them, the one part of me was like, should I? And the other part's going, no. And then I said, go into the bathroom, take a look at yourself in the mirror and talk to yourself. Should I drop my panties for this guy? <laughs> you know, is this really real? And then, or should I do this business decision? You know, is this the right thing for me? And you'll hear your little girl going, no, not yet. And then you're going, but it feels good. So you're literally <laughs> fighting yourself. So until the, and that's what this book helps you to do, to integrate the two parts to go in one direction toward the mission. And that's what she was talking about. Who, why are you, would be such a fabulous partner? What makes you unique? And I knew that once you know yourself and you get real and you can communicate it in a way, well, I know that I'm a very, you know, busy businesswoman, but I also want real love too. And that's what I said to my husband. And I said, it's a shame. Now, he didn't never wanted to get married again. And I would pet him and I'd say, it's Aww. such a shame that you don't want to get married again. And I said, <laughs> but you're really honest with me. And I'm honest that I'm not ready to fix you. That's mm -hmm. what I do for a living. And the last thing I want to do as I'm petting him and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm literally petted over yes, here. Oh and I was gosh. tickling him and I said, uh, if you were to going. love me. Yes. And, I, and then I made it, I, I slowly brought out um, his fears because he had fears of getting married again. And then I understood what made him tick. Learn what is the little boy. Every powerful businessman, if women could learn this, and men out there learn about the little girl and a woman, just because you're a rescue person, you're a rescue person. Mm -hmm. I'm a rescue person. That's yeah. why I do this for a living. Mm -hmm. And the only reason I can admit so much is because I had to heal myself. Right. So when I wrote this, my family's like, holy crap, you just wrote your whole life in this book about that you dated bad boys? I said, yeah, I grew up with them. Mm -hmm. So you grew up with something that's yeah. making you do something, and you need to unwind that. And that's what she's talking about and he's talking about. Okay. But it's all like a step-by-step -step process. And then forgive yourself mm, and grow. Yes. You have to get your own heart and say, I am in charge of my heart. No man is in charge. And the way you treat your own heart will be the way you will be treated in business, friendship, and love. Mm -hmm. Very true. I need to read your book. <laughs> <laughs> I just so happen to have a copy. <laughs> and I'll sign it for you. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I'm going to give away um, a book. If anybody wants to, um, well, they can write here or they can go to ReneePiani.com. I have the five secrets to manifesting the love of your life that's free. And uh, if any, you know, the first couple people that write in to me, I'll know who came in the queue. I'll mm -hmm. send you a book with a heart and vows. You have to vow to your heart. You're going to be honest with yourself from now on. Okay. So the book is for men, women, gay, straight, doesn't matter because we all have this parts of us. And when you get real with your heart, then you'll be able to pull in someone and learn languaging so that you know who you really are when you meet someone and you slow the process down. Right. And so I tell that whole story and can help a lot of you get real. That actually leads me to, I had a question before I got to my next step, Puma. Oh. <laughs> we talked about, uh, you know, trying to fulfill his needs. Can you tell me right here, right now, what are your needs? Yeah, I got to see that very um, clearly in that relationship. Um, I love affection, and mm -hmm. he was very hot and cold, and I can't deal with a cold man. Um, I like to be touched. I like to be hugged, all of it. Um, so affection, um, being 
being attentive. Um, you know, if we're out with friends and just giving that, like that glance of love, um, or, you know, like saying sweet things here and there. Um, I don't, I don't need a man to, I don't need a, like, I'm not very needy in the sense that I love my independence. I love doing my own thing with my friends and going on trips without him sometimes. Um, so just when we are together to be connected, um, you know, the, life gets so busy. I'm busy doing things. He's busy doing things. So when we do come together, be connected, be present, be there. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Those are well-defined needs. That's one <laughs> big thing. A lot of times people have needs, but they don't define them. They're kind of ideas or concepts, but they're not actually crystallized in their mind. The fact that you've mm-hmm. crystallized your needs is very good. Now, here's the follow-up question. Are those needs worth abandoning? Never. Mm. That's where you got to start noticing that when you are around people with power, that idea of becoming submissive, it may be almost you abandoning yourself and Mm. sacrificing your sense of power. There are ways to be comfortable within that setting with people who have power and sharing it with each other, not Mm. sacrificing yours for him. Right. So that's where I want, that's my next step for you is to be more mindful of the moments where you feel like you're starting to abandon yourself. Okay. Mm. That's very good advice. And also when you communicate your needs, like when I met him, he was 3000 miles away and he was a businessman and he was traveling and he was dating three other women. Mm. And I said to him, do your own thing, but I'm not open. We'll be friends as you're doing whatever you're doing. And then I said, but the one thing I need from you because we're at a distance is to hear from you because I'm auditory right Mm -hmm. and so I asked him right away I said I hate texting because that doesn't work for me I like to hear your voice Mm -hmm. so women of power can learn how lovingly to teach men but when they're in that moment of passion by saying when you call me and the way you touch me makes me feel so connected to you you're actually training them how to love you from the start sorry i'm getting turned on watching no, no. i'm gonna sorry. i'm gonna start oh, no. now she's now starting up start on petting. me here we go no but i mean when i met <laughs> him I, I i started to touch him and i started to feel the places on him like his neck lower and and <laughs> and i would just touch him all the time and i would say they're they're actually like hypnotic trance i was doing trances on him like saying you know anchoring him to say you know when you're with me you're going to feel nurtured and that's what I like too Mm. so I was showing him how I needed to be loved and that's what most people don't do you're assuming that he's going to love you the way you love right and giving people over love over cook over sex over we look good and and they were like how come they're not giving me this back and then you get really so it's almost you have to let people know even girlfriends Flakes don't work for me. Like when people flake on me, I say, you know, I just want to let you know I'm the type of person that if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to be in my life, that's something that I would really appreciate as a friend. Mm. And the same in relationships. Oh, were you enjoying that? Well, if you think that was good, you should go to playboyradio.com and hear what happens next. The first 30 days are free, so you have nothing to lose. See you there. Playboyradio.com.